Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Thank you once again for joining us. And we've got the whole team back again. So, say hello to Susan. Hello. You're right. Hello. You're there. I can hear you. Say hello to John. Hello. And Gareth's here. Hello. And Katie's here as well. Hello. Excellent. We're all here. It's all good news. How is everyone? Everyone had a good week? Yeah. yeah, pretty yeah. good. It's really sunny. Yeah, it is. The sun has been out. Yeah, can't really complain about the sun. Has anybody burnt themselves yet? Not yet. Uh, I'm really lucky. I don't really burn. Oh, do you not? That's because you're from no, Scotland. Not really. long enough. You're Scottish. That's why. You don't have sunshine. Yeah. You don't want, you know, it's like if you get in the sun, you melt. Um, <laughs> I've got, I'm actually melting right now. I've got a funny shaped um, sunburn on one shoulder where I think I missed a patch uh, with suntan cream. It just looks like I've got this big rashy splodge thing on my shoulder. It's, it's not nice. <laughs> yeah, it's really attractive. Anyway. Adam uh has his very own hidden Mickey. Yeah, it's something. It's a hit, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks like Mickey's been run over by a large vehicle. But yeah, something along those lines. Um, it's the Full Disney Radio Show. We're back this week and we've got some uh, cool stuff to share with you. Um, we've got um, some news we're going to do this week. Because some interesting news has come out of both Disney World and Disneyland Paris uh, this week. So everyone's got a bit of news to share with us. Uh, Susan is the first one out of all of us to have gone to see Aladdin and in uh, the West End. Not the film, obviously. Uh, she's seen it in the West End. So Susan's going to review Aladdin that she went to see this past week. And also, I've got a little surprise for everybody. Um, nobody knows what it is other than me. And I'm going to throw that at everybody a little bit later on. Um, that's about it, I think. It's quite exciting. Um... So let's start off with some news then, shall we? And uh, find out just what has been happening over at uh, the parks this past few weeks. Good morning, sire. Good morning, Zazu. Checking in with the morning report. Fire away. Right, let's find out what's going on with some news then. So, who wants to start us off? Should have thought about this. Go. go then, John. What you got? Where are we, where are we starting? Right. Which, which park? We're starting in Disneyland Paris. Oh, okay. We're starting in Disneyland Paris. Uh, I've got a funny thing. I know what's coming up, but go on then. Well, some, something pretty massive happened this week, and it's something that we actually touched on in the last show. Only, it kind of didn't happen. This is, this is true. Yes, of course, this is the release of the, I'm doing air brackets here, Pineapple Whip. Just so you know, which seems air brackets to be... don't work for radio, but hey, it's fine. 
<laughs> enough. That's why I had to. I had to point it out. I was doing air quotes. Yeah, thank, thanks for pointing um, that out. Yeah, so the pineapple whip is looks like it's Disneyland Paris's take on the world famous Dole Whip, and it caused quite a bit of controversy, yes, uh, certainly on social media. Yes, it did. Please explain. Well, certain fan sites were tweeting and uh, facebooking that it was going to be that Disneyland Paris were going to be doing the Dole Whip. Uh, then it was tweeted out that it was delayed. Um, and then eventually when it hit, of course, it wasn't the Dole Whip, which caused the internet to have a bit of a, or at least the Disneyland Paris community, to have a bit of a meltdown because they felt a little bit cheated. But in Disneyland Paris's defence, they never, ever, ever tweeted themselves or confirmed themselves that it would be a Dole Whip. This is true. So I think the fact that they've taken a step into kind of starting to, as we discussed on the last show, create a snacking culture, They've got the Yoda cupcake, which Adam loves so much. And of course, now oh, we have this yes. pineapple whip, which is pineapple juice, pineapple syrup, and soft serve vanilla ice cream. It kind of looks a bit like the, the Dole float, um, if you see actual pictures of it. But obviously, it's just it's vanilla ice cream instead of pineapple. But I'll be intrigued to see what, it, what it's like. I'm hoping it's not just a summer thing and they do sell it all year round, because I'm going in October. And it would just be it'd be nice to try it and make my own mind up based on how it tastes and not how much I love a Dole whip. How much does it cost, John? It is three ninety three ninety nine, so €3.99. So £3.99. That's about... And it doesn't look like there's any other options. It just looks like it's pineapple juice syrup with vanilla soft oh. serve. So, it's about so I don't think there's any like way to just do the vanilla soft serve and syrup. I mean, imagine if you asked them, they'd do it. Yeah, but... that's probably what I, I'm... When I'm at um, Disney World, that's why I ask for just the whip. Yeah, I always yeah, just yeah, have yeah. the whip. I reckon you... Mm. So you're looking at about just under £3, then? Yeah. No. Yeah. Here's a test. Does anybody know how much it costs for a Dole Whip in Florida? Oh, I should know this, really, shouldn't I? I, like, it's like I should not. Sixty-nine. Yeah, oh, I was going to say around about the five dollar mark. Yeah, six dollars. So we're talking the same sort. Um, yeah, talking about the same sort I'm, of price, aren't we? I'm just literally trying to log in and see if I can get a price for it. And I think I'd know. Cause <laughs> I, had about, I honestly had about four of them when I was in Disneyland. Uh, was I was in, what, in one go? I was in Disneyland. No, oh god, no. And the best thing about the Dole Whip in Disneyland is it's they've got two queues for it. They've got one that's in Adventureland and one that's in the waiting area for the Enchanted Tiki Room. And if right. you join yeah. the Enchanted, Enchanted Tiki Room side, it's always quieter. Top tip. Mm, <laughs> yes, top tips tip. from Disney Brit. Look at that. It's almost like we, we kind of know what we're talking about. Uh, four nineteen. <laughs> four nineteen it is 19. for the, the Whip. Five twenty nine for the... So yeah, price-wise, okay. it's fairly comparable. That's that's pretty. It good. is. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, so it's the question is, how close is it going to be to a Dolwit? This is this is the worry. Oh, I just think to myself, you've got the pineapple syrup. Why not just mix that in with the vanilla soft serve mix, and then you've got pineapple soft serve. Yeah, like I know they do like just like normal like seafront, they sometimes incorporate the syrup within like the soft serve. I don't understand how that that's not hard to do. Yeah. I think the main thing that people have been getting annoyed about is that the Dole Whip isn't actually ice cream, is it? Because it's vegan. It's not. It's, yeah, dairy yeah, yeah. it's dairy free. Yeah. So yeah, that seems to be the main thing that people are upset about because this is a proper ice cream, so it's obviously not dairy free or vegan. Yep, it's taken. Yeah. 
That's interesting. Yeah, but they did state that Disneyland Paris did state it was never going to be a doll whip, so it has to be yeah, branding legalities. Yeah, this is true. They they never actually confirmed it's been a doll whip, and it was as they took that. But um, you know, I'll, I'll give it a try. You know. <laughs> You know, oh, yeah. just for research. It's still going to be good, isn't it? It's yeah. ice cream and pineapple. I think the thing stuff. is, it's, it's been not going to be bad. It's been a while since I last had a Dole Whip, so I'm I'm not oh. necessarily going to be able to compare the two and go well, that doesn't taste the same. Uh, having said that, possibly, yeah, possibly this year I can try that little experiment. So is it coming out this year? Uh, it's out already. Yeah, it's out already. Oh, yeah, it is kicking now off. available. Yeah. If you, if you do want an actual Dole Whip, I believe there's somewhere in Scarborough that does them. Really? No. <laughs> Right, Gareth, your job is by the end of the show to find out where in Scarborough we can buy a doll whip. <laughs> this is the right. go. Um okay, so <laughs> doll whips coming to Disneyland Paris then. Right, uh, like I'll, I'll yeah, I'll give that a go and we'll see what happens. Okay then, uh, I'll go next and I'm gonna give you my next piece of news. Uh we actually broke this news a while ago, which was it was back at the sort of middle of April that the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror was going to be getting its own themed bar inside. It was going to be towards the exit. There was kind of a counter at one side, which uh, would become um, an area. It's it's kind of by the Tower Hotel gift store, and guests will be able to go and have a drink in the themed area. Cast members were told that they would need to move all of this stuff. It wouldn't need to be in the same place anymore because everything that was going on. And we kind of didn't hear a lot more about it, except for we knew it was probably on its way and then all of a sudden this past week disney have announced or they've just found out that they're dropping plans for this bar of course all of a sudden twitter and the world is awash with why is this happening you can guess who's probably got the blame for this shanghai everyone's got let's thank shanghai i'm like oh come on let's not be so harsh to shanghai bless them you know it's not their fault let's be honest you know, this time, apparently, it seems to be something to do with the merchandise department having a bit of a fallout with the food and beverage department because the merchandise department were going to lose valuable space in the gift shop by opening a bar in this particular area. And with it being so profitable, I think the uh, merchandise department have dug their heels in and basically said, nope, that is not happening. Um, other rumours are, why are we putting a bar in an attraction that we're going to get rid of completely? Because we're going to change it into a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. So it wouldn't have the same right or feel or theme to it if we did that. So that's another thing that people are saying. So if we're honest, nobody really knows what on earth is going on at this moment in time. Other than the fact that the bar's not going to appear. And the chances are, Disneyland Paris' food and beverage department will find somewhere to put this bar. Uh, even if it's not actually in the building itself. So... Hey, guys, you know, what do you think? Why has this happened? Who's responsible for it? I I wonder if it's that it was always just a rumour. Maybe it was like, okay, so because mm -hmm. you have these ideas. They say, what is it they say? Like an imaginary idea never really dies. Yeah. And I wonder if this was an original idea or it was kind of came about just after the Tower of Terror was built. And then suddenly it's kind of managed to find its way into, into you know, a set of hands and it's... You know, back when the Tower of Terror was built, we didn't have Twitter and Facebook and social media. Yeah, yeah. So these things then take on lives of their own. Yeah. So I think it's, I think that's just perhaps what's happened, and then it's just got, you know, it's just got carried away and carried away and carried away, and then Disney have finally come out and gone, right, we're going to have to put an end to this. It's not happening. Didn't okay. they clear out all the space though? At the they had well, they did. Yes, oh, they did. So I wonder um, what they're going to put. Yeah, they the, they'd cleared all that stuff out. Um, where the bar was going to go, which is kind of at the end of the ride where the photo pass desks used to be. 
Um, well, so they did clear all of that they stuff did. out. And so I think sign, it was going to happen. There was a sign that came up that said Towercast Tower CDS has been relocated to the Tower Photo area. If you have any questions or concerns about this, please see a leader. So they'd already warned them that that area was being kind of emptied out and, and moved. So I don't know. Nobody seems to know why it's going or what's happening. I don't I know. I just think it's the merchandise thing. I think that's probably got quite a lot of kind of credibility because they would lose quite a bit of space for the shop if they were oh, going to put a bar in that, that. area. Oh yeah. Think I, about I, how much I, money a bar would make, though. It's true. Do, do you think maybe they've just thought, well, it's really popular. We'll just build a bigger one somewhere else. Uh, Maybe. Possibly. I'm just being optimistic, if I'm honest. It might also be due to the fact that there's not really that many attractions left in in the studios and they just keep opening more and more food and drink places. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it's just been put on the back burner until they've got more of a complete park. Yes. Because once Toy Story Land opens and then Star Wars land opens, nobody's going to be over the other side of the park because they're all going to be over that side of the park and it might be a good draw to try and pull people back over. That's a fair point. It still sounds like a great idea. Like, I think it's, it's a great idea. Yeah, it does sound yeah. like a great idea. Especially if the bartenders are all there and the staff are in like 1930. They would be. Yeah. They would be and the music would be uh, kind of um, to the era. I would guess the drinks will probably be linked to the era as well. Um, all those sort of things, I suppose, would would kind of all fit in together and look really cool. And... Okay. I would love to, at the end of a day, that that, those, that studios is sit in that bar and have a lovely gin gimlet. It'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? Mm. It'd be cool if, like every like every hour, like a bit of lightning strikes. Ah, oh, like... nice. I like that idea. I like that Very idea cool. a lot. Okay, so it could or uh, could not be coming at some point. We have no idea what's going on. I have no doubt at some point we will find out. But before we move on, ladies and gentlemen, I have something important to share with you, which is not going to work, is it? Oh, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news. Live from oh. Scarborough is Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> That was quick, wasn't it? You found it, right, apparently. Amazing. Apparently it's, uh, it's called Chill at Planet Ice Cream. There you go. And can, it, can I TripAdvisor it? Yeah, TripAdvisor it. Yeah. So if, if, anybody, if anybody lives in Scarborough who has been to Chill at Planet Ice Cream, maybe you own it and you happen to be listening. There's a very slim chance that that's happening, but maybe you are. Uh, please tell us <laughs> whether it's real Dole Whip, because we're intrigued, because we didn't realise you could actually get it in this country. And, Turns out you actually. I might have to go for a weekend because I don't live <laughs> that far away from Scarborough. Hang on a second. So I might have Hang to on. go and check this out. Right. Have you actually got a weekend to do this? You know, you're kind of always away somewhere. Yeah, not this month. And don't oh, forget, we've got a date on Sunday, Katie. Yes, oh, yeah. Oh, now true. Alan, Alan's Alan's parents, I think, have got a house in Scarborough. We need to send Alan on a Disney Brit mission. That is true. They do. Planet yeah. ice cream. Yeah, to Planet Ice Cream. <laughs> I'm looking on their website now, but I can't see anything about Dole Whip. Oh, you, maybe it's just some evil person playing tricks on Disney fans. Do you reckon? Well, I'll on, just put this on, all over TripAdvisor. On TripAdvisor. Yeah, TripAdvisor. Right, this is what what's going on here. We're going to have to email them, aren't we? We're going to have to, yeah. 
Best We've ice cream ever, someone said. When, okay. What? How? What? There's... I don't know. Right, okay. Let's, let, I'm going to... What do you reckon? Do you reckon they're still open? Right, I'm going to find out. Yeah, they are still open. They're open 10 right. 10 10 10 10 10 seven days a week. Ladies and gentlemen, wait a minute. Right, <laughs> I'm going to call their number. Uh, so, uh, uh, <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm ringing the number. Right, I'm going to put it on speakerphone. Shut up. Oh, right, my God. Here we go. Right, we're just we're calling it. Okay. <laughs> this is exciting. This is brilliant. Let's find out. Who's bashing what? Oh, no, they're not going to answer, are they? Oh, no. <gasps> Come on, Planet Ice Cream. We're going to leave a voicemail. I don't know. Welcome to the O2. Oh. 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 Right, we'll, we'll leave a message. Hello, Planet Ice Cream. Uh, we were just looking on TripAdvisor, and apparently you sell Dole Whips. We're not entirely sure whether this is correct, but if you could get back to us and let us know if this is true, we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you very much. Bye. Right, let's see if they ring us back in. <laughs> Join the show. I love it. <laughs> oh man. Right, okay. So that's that's oh that's oh, 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 oh I just wrong. It's one of you lot. Right, okay, so let's move on to the next bit of news. Who's got a bit of news for us? Uh Katie, what have you got? Uh my bit of news is about magic bands and something that is quite exciting to me, which is that Disney have just announced that they are releasing some special edition Dooney and Burke magic bands. And this summer, um, which is very exciting. So they're limited edition. There's four different designs, and there's only going to be fifteen hundred of each of the designs. Right. And um, they're going to cost forty eight dollars, which is quite pricey. Quite but they are Dooney and Burke, which is quite pricey. Um, and you get like a Dooney and Burke slider as well with each one. And the designs are really cool. There's one in particular that I really like that has kind of the castle. Um, and Mickey on, but there's another one that's got kind of mini uh, Minnie's bow and hands and Mickey's feet on it and his shorts and stuff. There's some really, really nice designs. Um, and the other interesting thing about it is some of them are kind of printed onto a white magic band. So that sparked a bit of a rumour that possibly white magic bands might be on their way as an alternative right. colour, which okay. is quite interesting. That could be cool. Hmm. So new magic bands by Dooney Beck. How much were they again? They're $48 plus tax. Um, and you get the Magic Band and a Dooney and Burke slider. It's a lot of money, isn't it? It is a lot of money. Right, it's a girl. But it Dooney is Dooney and Burke. And, Burke. Is, and it comes in a very, your... very nice presentation box so, as well. So, Katie, are you buying one next time you're there? Oh, I don't know if I could quite justify the $48, but they are very pretty. S Susan? Like, they are very pretty. Are you going for one, Susan? Yeah, they've got that sort of shabby, chic feel, sort of. They're, I think they're more girly, actually, but I think that's why I think I like them. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I can't say it really floats my boat, but there you go. That's all, it's all good. Right, yeah, so I, I see all these limited edition, edition release ones, and I'm just a bit like, I'm fine with the plain colours. Yeah, I'm fine with the free one that comes in my hotel <laughs> yeah, room. I'm, I'm fine with the ones that come for free. <laughs> yeah, that'll do me fine. <laughs> okay, so Dooney and Burke some Magic Some of them are then. quite cool, aren't they, where you can scan, the, you, when you scan your band... Um, and they make a noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Different noises. Oh, wow. Cool, yeah. There was a Valentine's Day one. Yeah. The Valentine's Day one, Blue Kisses. So when you kind of scanned into the park... The noise that it made blue kisses at you, yes. which is cute. That's really cute. Cool. <laughs> cool. 
Okay, enough of this. It's all getting a bit too romantic and stuff. Uh, Gareth, what you got? Uh, I've got a bit of a biggie. Um, is, it, is it a really, really, so, really? Is it really big? Well, it's, it's 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 big if you like to moan, which I do. Okay, so hang on a second then. If it's that big, you need the breaking news music. Go. Oh, you you set, you set up to fail now. Oh, rubbish. Uh, yes, yeah, so, <laughs> uh, Jungle Book Alive with Magic debuted. Yes. To uh, well, being kind, saying lukewarm receptions. It's quite a few problems. Okay. Okay. Um, so I think one of the one of the main issues that people have have had is the projection screen that's supposed to be created by the water jets doesn't actually meet in the middle. So there's big chunks of the uh, the show that you just miss because the characters just being projected into space. Um, and one of the things that like the the seats that you're actually sitting on are made of stone. Yes. Yeah. Which obviously in Florida when they're sat there all day, they're just basically burning people's behinds. <laughs> it's not going down very well. Um but people are saying you know, it's like these are like small things that Disney doesn't normally get wrong. I think this felt a bit so rushed. Fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels like, like it's just sort of there to set to sell the dining packages at Tiffin's really. Yeah, at Tiffin's that's what I think. And they had to make up for the fact that Rivers of Light wasn't launching as well, so yeah. they kind of rushed to get this one last thing out. Yeah, which it seems a shame because like so much of the other stuff, Animal Kingdom's been really well received. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. Has anyone watched the like, YouTube videos of the projection show on the Tree of Life? I've yeah, watched some of that. I haven't yeah, watched yeah. it all the way through. Little it's clips of it, yeah. Yeah, that's it's absolutely almost, amazing. It's almost like it's yeah. a bit it dangerous, though, isn't it? You know, it's it's just been hit by one thing after another after another. And what's worse is Avatar Land comes next, and what's going to happen then? <laughs> uh, Are we sure it's coming next? Do I, we've not got an, even got an update on when Rivers of Light's likely to open, have we? Nope. Uh, uh, Jim Hill and Lentester were saying sort of early fall. Okay. I don't know how reliable that is, but back, that's, that's as good a good a source of, as I've heard. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, if 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 I if I'd booked to go and see Rivers of Light and then this is the replacement I got, I think I'd be a bit disappointed. Yeah, you would be, wouldn't you? Honest. Yeah, I'm quite glad that I didn't see this then instead of just not seeing anything really. Yeah. Um. Something that, that John might be interested in though. Um. During the show, they've got some floats that go past uh, carrying some dancers and musicians. Oh, did they? Uh, yeah, apparently uh, that's not the interesting bit, John. No, that interests me. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing about the show is interesting. Oh, um, but the floats they're using apparently they're actually um, taken from Rose of America at Disneyland. While Fantasmic isn't oh. on. Oh, right. No, that isn't. So is that uh, is that like they bought it over because of they're trying to use it in the show? Is it that that was going to be part of Rivers of Light or? Uh, I think they bought them over because they're just gathering dust at California. I think that just proves Calif- that it's rushed. Yeah. Oh, we, we know, know it California is, don't we? We know they want to something. Make float that don't sink. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's right. Ursula sank, didn't she? Bless her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, see. Anyway, um, so Jungle Book's not going down too well then. No. Um, I, d- I did hear um, someone's interaction with a, a cast member, apparently. Uh, they, they, the cast member asked them what they thought of the show, and they were honest and said it was pretty terrible. 
And the cast member's response was, well, at least nothing sank. Wow. Oh, that's not great, is it? Wow. Wow. Oh, well, I'm grateful for that. Thank you. (laughs) Thank goodness it wasn't a recurrence of the Titanic. Uh, Okay, so that is um, Jungle Book not going down too well. Which is a shame, because the film actually is really good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, All right, last one then. Susan. Um, Mine's not really about the parks. It's more um, sort of... Break, not breaking news, but oh, what? As, 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 to, not breaking, not breaking news, but it's nothing to do with the park. Um, it's a Mary Poppins two. Right, Mary Poppins returns. She Mary Poppins do. returns. It's um, scheduled to come out in December two thousand and eighteen. Right. So we've got to wait a long time for this <laughs> to come out. Um, it said that um, Emily Blunt is playing uh, Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. which um, I, don't, I don't know if I can remember any films that she's in off the top of my head. She was, Blunt, in, was in Into the um, Woods. She's in Into the Woods. Yeah. Devil Wears Prada. Yes. Oh. Uh, she was also in... Oh. She was in The Muppets, wasn't she, at one point? I'm sure she in appears in it at some point. In the Muppets Most Wanted. Isn't everyone? Yeah, well, yeah. It doesn't really narrow it down, does it? Okay. Um, so. And the, I think the music is still done by Mark, is it Mark Shaman is composing um, all the new score. Um, he and Scott Whittam are, are both collaborating with the, uh, with the original songs. Yeah. So these are the guys who wrote the music for Hairspray. They also wrote the music for Charlie the Chocolate Factory musical as well. They did a television show, which I forget the name of, that starred the woman from Will and Grace. Can't remember what it's called. Um, Deborah Messing, Smash. Smash, that's the one. Mm. Uh, Emily, Emily Blunt was also in, sorry to interrupt there, she was also in Phantom of the Opera, so she does oh. have the range. She was she Christine Dyer. She's got the range. Yeah. <laughs> she's also in the Huntsman Winter's War, which doesn't bode well for it, to be honest. No. <laughs> okay. Oh dear. Um, right. They were saying that the the sort of the early sort of storylines is, um, I'll, I'll read it out. Um, the story be based um, in the, the Depression era of London, where we see a now grown up Jane and Michael Banks, along with Michael's three children. Um, they are visited by the former nanny following a tragedy in the family that leaves them numb and joyless. There we go. Sounds cheery. Whose family tragedy, though? Is it Mary's or it, it Jane and Michael's? A... I think it's I Jane know. and it Michael's. Jane and Michael, I would think. I don't know. It must be Jane yeah. and Michael. Or, or has, because Bert's not in it this time. Uh, they no. They've got somebody new, so is it possible yeah, that um, Jam- Mary's Jack personal tragedy? Oh, it could be, yeah, yeah. It is based on the other books, though. Have you read any of the books? I haven't no, read any books. of the books, no. No, not read any of them. The, the books are really, really different to the original film. Like, really, really different. Okay. Um, and they're quite dark. Oh, okay. oh, that film's amazing. Oh, you have fantastic. to watch that. That's an amazing film. Which film, sorry? But the, I missed that one. Save and Mr. Banks. Oh, it's one of my all-time favourite It's a wonderful film. It's one of my all-time favourite Wonderful. Movies. But yeah, when the Mary was... Poppins books are really dark compared to the original musical, so it sounds like maybe this one's going to be a little bit closer to the. Have book. you seen the 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 Mary Poppins stage show? Yes, it's it's touring at the minute. If it comes anywhere near, you must go and see it. 
Uh, it's I saw really it good, but that yeah. takes the elements from the book as well. Yeah, it does. Than the movie. Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic show. It's got some really clever effects in it. So Mary Poppins 2 then, Mary Poppins Returns 2008. Yeah. Are, we, are we excited about it? Is it should be something, should we not touch? Should it be not be touched? Or? Well, we when it's released, it'll be 54 years since the first one. Christ. That's a long time for a sequel. It is a long time. I'm excited because Mary Poppins yeah. is one of my absolute all-time favourite films. It's one of I'm my really favourites, but I just, I just, I would need to know that it was going to keep the charm of the first one. Because yeah. I know Pat P.L. Travers hated it. I know she did, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I loved it. Right. Uh, we yeah, have at some... least they're not remaking it. I suppose that's true. We have yeah. some actual breaking news. <laughs> John, you say you have some actual breaking news. Actual breaking news. Disney World have just uh, put out on their blogs that they're going to be doing a Main Street Electrical Parade dining package. Ooh. They've literally just tweeted it five minutes ago. And how much is it? Do we know? Uh, well, it's going to be $45 for adults, $17 for children, plus tax and gratuity. Uh, and this is a one-table service entitlement on the dining plan also. Mm-hmm. Reservations will open tomorrow and it will include a three-course lunch at Tony's Town Square restaurant. Okay. And then you'll be put right in front of the flagpole on Main Street USA to watch the Main Street Electrical Parade pass by. So Main Street Electrical Parade's good. Tony's Town Square, I've eaten in there, wasn't amazing. I've heard really mixed reviews about that. I've never actually eaten there. Yeah. But I've heard no, really I've mixed reviews. Some people say what that it's absolutely terrible. What do they do there? It's Italian, yeah. isn't it? Oh. Yeah. yeah, so it says here, start your meal with delicious soup, salad, or the addictive zucchini fries. Choose from favourites like chicken parmigiana, spaghetti with meatballs or margarita pizza, and then for dessert, you can't go wrong with classic tiramisu or decadent oh, chocolate cake layered with chocolate hazelnut filling. Sounds good. I'm sold. They've got zucchini fries. I'm sold. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. There we go. Right. They're uh, amazing. It sounds really similar to the one, the Paint the Night one that I did at Disneyland. That must have been a success, which is why they've launched it in Disney World. Yeah, possibly. Also is it also, do you from... think, because they're not doing fast passes for parades anymore? This was the speculation when they dropped the fast passes for parades and fireworks that they'd start doing something like this. Mm. I think it sounds really good, actually. And the fact that it's one credit on the dining plan is really good. For a three-course yes, meal. Yes, that um, is go for a three-course meal. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really good. Okay, right. So that's all the news that we're going to do this week. We've been through loads. Um, but we're going to have it to Susan because um, Susan was really lucky this past week to go and watch the new... Um, I was about to say the new Mary Poppins musical. We've talked about that. The new <laughs> Aladdin musical. So, Susan, uh, which theatre is that at? Um, it was at the... Prince Edward Theatre. Okay, now I believe that was... Is that where Mamma Mia was at one point? Uh, um, I think it was Miss Saigon. Is Miss, it Miss Saigon, Saigon was there as well. Okay, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, it was Miss Saigon. So, tell us about it. You know, how was it? What did, what, what was it like? <laughs> Do you know what? I was really dubious about this because I'm thinking, I hope it doesn't come across like a pantomime. So, I was quite nervous going into it, saying, I hope it's not going to be too over the top, too cheesy. But you know what? It, it was really, perf- this is going to sound really, not say really good, but it was really professionally done in terms of musical sort of wise. And, and um, they there is there's new things they added because obviously can't get a monkey and they can't get like a parrot 
so they did sort of adapt it really well um and you've got the original guys who worked on the music score like tim rice and and it was fan oh it was just fantastic in terms of the set and the cast um actually i've written some things down okay yeah so i've got this i'll put this set was amazing in terms of the cave scene um you know when aladdin goes in to find the lamp that it's just fantastic how the decor and they've it, they made it even though that it's just that's just that scene yeah. only for like probably 10 minutes they put the detailing on it really good um and um and obviously people are thinking about like te the technical sides of it and the how would genie come out the lamp and you know they did it really nicely in terms like you know where the it's obviously it's not he's not physically coming out of that but it, they've made it sort of how you, you you know where the kids the kids still could believe he's coming out of the lamp which is fantastic um and genie himself he really made it himself like he really made the character his own um like you would think oh genie should be played by like a black guy more often like is is so he made it so much like it's his character or like then then um than any other character that i've seen played as because obviously this is the character i thought oh it's going to look very pantomime it's going to be over the top but it wasn't it wasn't at all um the cat the guy playing the, uh, the genie who played by let's have a little look trevor um nicholas which, which okay is now he was the one who did it originally on broadway am i right in thinking um he, no he was he was uh, the um understudy Oh, he was okay. the understudy for the Broadway version, um, he, and he, which is fant uh, fantastic because he, he did get a time to actually play a, a few times on that stage, um, and they and the uh, English cast welcomed him back to if he wanted to be a part of this, right. the English Broadway, um, and he obviously said yes, <laughs> but he was well, absolutely yeah. fantastic. It was the best. Like he, he he really worked with the audience and their their laughs and their vibes that they were giving off. Um, but not in a pantomime way, and I, and I keep saying that. But it's it, it's it's. I really was nervous going into that that it was going to be very um, sort of pantomime-y. Uh, what else have I got to say? Oh, I tell you what though, I've um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> what was really funny about um, with Jeannie's song "Never Had a Friend Like Me"? Um, I've got because I've got the program in front of me. Um, Tim Rice was saying how. It, in the movie, it's only a two a minute and a half song, yeah. where they really wanted to push Genie. So his character so much in the Broadway show, it went from two minutes and a half to eight minutes long in the Broadway wow. show. Wow! They were they had oh, it's fantastic. They added sort of like sort of tap dancing in it, magic tricks. I won't get obviously I won't give too much away, but it, and they added little extra sort of Disney references in it as well, which is because oh, I know a, there was a lot of visual effects going into it. Oh yeah, there's. Oh, I tell you what, for, you were thinking for a small stage, how set coming up, down, left, right, and yeah. above from the floor. Yeah. You're thinking, hang on a minute, how big is this theatre? <laughs> um, sorry. So, have uh, you ever been backstage at a theatre? 
No, I have. Well, uh, not go as much. Oh, so so far yeah. back. I've um I've been backstage at the Lion King, and um the way that they store all of the sets and the props is amazing. If you actually look up at the wings on either side. Um, you've got kind of the whole of the elephant graveyard suspended from the ceiling that is kind of winched down and put into place when they need it and then winched back up again after it's been used. They they literally use every single bit of space in order to um, to try and utilise, you know, as much as they can. I mean, obviously there's some sets where they just turn it around and then it becomes something else, yeah, but it's yeah. still fantastic. Um is going to uh, add... Um, oh, the, they've obviously added new songs... Um, into the Broadway show um, and a few songs that didn't actually make the movie because um, uh, Tim Rice was saying how um, he really wanted, um, what's the song called? Um, Proud of Your Boy in, um, which is basically about how Aladdin's saying how his his mum should be proud of him and hope his mum's proud of him of what he's about to achieve but it just didn't make it just didn't make the cut which was a shame because um, that was the last um, uh, song that this other guy who's blessing has passed away now. Um, um Howard uh, Ashman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Howard, Howard Ashman. Ashman. Yeah, um, that was the last song he worked on before he passed away. So it's so it's fantastic that he actually made it to the Broadway show, uh, which is brilliant. And um, and to accommodate obviously the monkey Abu, um, he they've they've kind of added uh, sort of three best friends. Aladdin's Three Best Friends, which um, was also supposed to be in the original uh, movie, but it didn't really work yeah. because I think they wanted to add Abu instead. Um, but that, that them the three his three friends are they were absolutely fantastic. They really sort of worked alongside. Sort of they didn't make it like a sort of cheesy sidekick. It was it was more like sort of like a moral story, moral sort of story to yeah. them being best friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that was really good. I do have one bad comment, and um, is that um, the guy playing Iago? Him, I think I don't know if this it was just him, but it felt like he was waiting for the audience to laugh at his jokes because um, he kind of played like an he was the sort of playing that sort of bad psychic sort of guy. Um, so it, it felt like obviously he was being I don't know what to, uh, what to kind of call it, his type of character. Um, but I don't know. It just felt like he was waiting for the for the crowd's laugh. Like obviously, when Jafar was going off at one, then like he was then trying to like sort of make some sort of back funny story, funny sort of comment. And I don't know. It took me a while to get used to him. Which in fact actually took me a while to get used to Aladdin, the guy playing Aladdin, because in the movie obviously he's kind of like that street rat, rusty sort of kind of character where obviously straight away when you see him he's already been a come across as a hero character and you, you you and you can't really see that development from the beginning to the sort of the end where obviously in the movie in sort of like the disney cartoon version you see he's a street rat sort of sort of not say skinny but you know that scrumpy sort of character and then you see him grow and progress where i know it's obviously musical fear so it's got to have that sort of uplifting sort of erotic vibe but that, that's kind of what he felt like he portrayed already at the beginning so he didn't really have too much to grow throughout the story but that's sort of that's like only the little one other thing i had to say but yeah overall it was fantastic. sorry john no no go ahead oh no just say overall it was fantastic 
I was only going to ask, how well did the new songs, how well were they integrated into it? Did they feel natural or did it feel like, oh, this is a new song? Well, you knew there was a new song because any other any other songs that's obviously is, is in the movie, people were like sort of like bobbing their heads, clapping along, yeah. um, and so you can even see people nearly trying to sing along as well. Yeah. But as soon as a new song came, it was just kind of silence, not in an awkward way, but silence. Let let's hear the music and see what the story is within the music. Because obviously, in a musical theatre, when a song's being played, it's actually kind of telling the story. Um, so it, it obviously the story's changed a little bit. So at the end, it, it was a, the ending's quite different because um, obviously the three his, the three friends have their own sort of solo song as well that progresses the story along differently to the movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm int- I'm de- I'm kind of intrigued to see it because I before they put Frozen in in DCA they had Aladdin the show and I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see if there's any elements been brought over for that because one of the things that you know you've said there susan is that they got rid of a boot and the genie's black and the genie in every time i've seen it in dca he was always black and he's mm. just it's just perfect mm. yeah, he's like you think it's like you think oh it's robin williams he's got to be a sort of the type of robin williams yeah but then no, no it's, it's perfect but disney it is perfect disney doing so with that sort of thing by by taking it away from what it was originally so much it means it gives it a fresher look so I, I the other thing i can example i can give is um rafiki in the lion king where they've turned it into a woman uh which yes. gives it a completely different feel and to be honest you watch it and you sit like that and you think do you know what i don't i can't see rafiki be played by a man in that situation because i don't think it'd work as well yeah no but because it has that sort of like motherly sort of caring feel um rafiki kind of gives out yeah uh, so yeah, I guess yeah, that's right. But um, I I tell you what, with the I won't obviously give too much away with the sort of special effects, but the magic carpet, I still really don't know how they made that fly. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, say no more. Leave it there. But what you're saying is <laughs> I'm like tapping my partner, going, how are they doing that? How are they doing it? So what you're basically telling me is that you have to go and see it. Oh yeah, absolutely, right, definitely. Right. I mean, uh, if you're into Disney and into Aladdin, which obviously we all are, yeah, then definitely go and see it. If, if you're if you're sort of like a hardcore musical theatre person, I think you might find it a bit too, I don't know, in the, I don't know, in the sort of Mary Poppins, Matilda sort of era, then sort of Les Mis and sort of all that kind of. Sort so it's more of the kind of the more modern, theater. family-friendly kind of musical, rather than the hardcore Miss Saigon Phantom of the Opera style. Oh yeah, this is definitely uh, more family-orientated. Perfect. To me. Uh, I tell you what, though, what I think most people are also thinking about this one, because obviously Lion King's a bit more cultural and sort of like that African cultural. I yeah. thought, oh, maybe Aladdin might bring a bit sort of Bollywood into it. But they really didn't add as much as I thought they were going to add. Obviously, they've got the dancing, so they've incorporated the sort of Bollywood-themed style. But not much of the theming within the underscore of the music or too, or too much in that culture, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's not in too much in your face, so I guess it has pros and cons of it not being like more like that. But I thought, oh, it may end up, it may be in very sort of, sort of that India culture because of, of Lion King. Yeah. It's very sort of cultural. Yeah, 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 that's what you mean. 
Okay, well, we're certainly uh, certainly going to give that a go and uh, get some tickets for that and hopefully enjoy it sometime soon, which will be amazing. Thank you very much. Hopefully we'll have a review of something else in a couple of weeks' time. But uh, we'll hold off onto that. Anyway, let's move on. It's time for the surprise. The surprise that nobody other than me knows about. The surprise is this. Oh, actually, no. Shall we not do the surprise? Before we oh, do the surprise, my God. You have to now. No, no. Before we do the surprise, we have to do this. So, on the last show, we asked people to uh, send us emails, write in, etc., and tell us what attraction this was that Susan was on. Or screaming out. Oh. Sounds like she's having a horrific time. So, I was like, um, who the hell is that? I that, went, oh, it's me. That were you. I know who, I think I know what it is. Um, it looks like everybody who sent us a tweet, sent it on Facebook, sent us in an email, uh, got it right, if it's what I think it is. Everybody else, do you think you know what it is? Yeah, I think kind of what it I is. I think so, yeah. Go on, Katie, mm-hmm. what is it? What is it, Katie? I think it's Space Mountain. Does anybody disagree with Katie? No? Is it Space Mountain, Susan? It is Space there Mountain! There we go, it's Space Mountain. That's what we thought it was. So that was that, that was the last one. So we've got another one for you. This is another one of, uh, of Susan's adventures in Walt Disney World. <laughs> so listen to this one. Which one is this one? Okay, there you go. So there's that one. I think I know what this one is as well. I think I know what that yeah, one is. Well. I think this one <laughs> yeah. could this one could catch a couple of people out i think because of the some of the sounds that there are but i think i know which one it is so i'm going to play it once more and you can uh, let us know which one you think it is here it is There you go. So that's that one. So if you think you know what it is, you can send us an email, radio at disneybrit.com. You can also post up on Facebook and to let us know what it is. And you can also tweet us at DisneyBrit and let us know what it is as well. So there you go. That is the next one. Right. Moving on. It is time for this. Okay then, it is time for Name That Tune. 
Yeah, I haven't warned anybody about this. It's a complete surprise for everybody. So basically, the idea is that um, I've got some songs. I've got ten different songs, and each of them have got uh, either varying lengths that they're going to be introduced, etc. And all I'm going to get you to do is you're going to listen to it, and you've got to call out your name to say what you think it is. If you're right, you get a point. If you're wrong, you get absolutely nothing. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, no. Some of them are really easy. <laughs> some of them are really difficult. So I'm assuming they're all Disney songs. They're all Disney songs. Uh, they're all from Disney movies. None of them are from the parks. Okay, so just to help Now, you do we have to say the movie, the song, I would or, like, or just I'd, a... I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll go uh, a point for the song and a point for the movie. So there's Ooh. 20 points. Okay. Off the grabs here, okay. <laughs> so a point for the song, a point okay. for the movie. Do we have to wait for the song, or, uh, or can we just butt in so no, if we know it's straight away? As soon as you hear it, as soon as you hear it, you can butt in, okay? But what I'm going to tell you now is you're not going to get long in which to listen to it. It's only going to be a small extract, okay? Oh, Jesus, so this Jesus. So is, this is your first one, okay? So I'll play it, and if nobody calls it out, I'll play it again. Here we go. First one. John. Katie. John. God damn it, I know it. John, what is it? <laughs> That's Colours of the Wind by Pocahontas. It's not, it's not, it's not. It's Colours oh, of the Wind not. from Pocahontas. No, Is it Colours of the Wind from right. Pocahontas? No. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, I'm going to play it again. You ready? <laughs> it's Just Around the River Bend from Pocahontas. Just Pocahontas. Around the River Bend from Pocahontas is indeed correct. Yay! There we go. Okay, so next oh. one. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Next one for you. What is this? Susan. Susan, what is it? Is it the Boogeyman at night before Christmas? Night before Christmas. It's the Yugi Boogeyman. Yes, from the night before Christmas. Okay, I'm impressed. I didn't know whether anyone was going to get that one. Okay, here we go. Here's time for your third one. That's all you're getting. Susan, 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 Susan. Yeah. Oh, who's it? Susan. It's. Belle from Beauty and the Beast. It is Belle from Beauty and the Beast. She's doing really well. Uh, Excellent. I, okay. You know what? I'm rubbish at this. Gareth, single one. Gareth, you've got time to drive up to Scarborough for a doll whip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to get the Scarborough from Doll Whip. Yeah, that's right. Okay, here we go. Next one. You ready? John. John. Oh. oh, damn it. I knew that one as well. Right, John. I think it's Trash in the Camp from Tarzan. It is Trash in the Camp from Tarzan. Yes, it is. Oh, you lot are really good at this. Okay, next one. Oh, this is a trickier one. I saw you tap, getting. tap, is that it? I'll give you again. I'll give you a bit extra. I'll give it again. Okay, I'm going to keep playing it, and the first person to call out. Do you need a break? Go on, Katie. Uh, I know it's from a goofy movie. Yeah. It's called. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Does but I know what it's called? Movie. No, it's from. You are dead right. It's from the goofy it's from movie. A goofy movie. It's called On the Open Road. 
I'm gonna play a bit of this because I like it. Well done, Adam. That was good. There you go. I know the words. Do you need a break from modern living? Do you long to shed your weary load? If your nerves are raw and your brain is fried, just grab a friend and take a ride together up on the open road. There we go. On the open road from the Goofy movie. So, ooh, interesting. Okay, next one. Right, this is going to prove just how sad you all are. Do you know this one? It's Anybody? Oh, oh, Susan, 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 Susan. Is it from High School Musical? Do you know the name of the song? <laughs> oh. Well done. Do you um, know the name uh, of the song? I, can I sing it to you? Do you know the name I don't know whether to be impressed. <laughs> oh, I'm not. At all. The question is, do you know what it's called? Oh. It's... No, yes, no. No, no. Uh, it's called When There Was Me and You. Oh, no, I, that. Uh, I, I wouldn't have got it. I only know because it tells me on the screen in front of me. Okay, are you ready? Next one. Let's see if anybody's got this one. Oh, Katie. Katie. It's uh, it's Route 66 from Cars. Is it Route 66 from Cars? It's, yeah, it yeah. is. Route 66 from Cars. <laughs> well done. That was impressive. Wow. Was okay. Impressive. Right, next one. Are you ready? Here we go. Oh, Katie. Katie. It's from Aladdin, and it's um. Is it? Oh, 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 oh. John, John, John. Oh, 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 oh. Right, Katie, I'll give you a point for it's Aladdin. John. Prince Ali. Yeah. Oh no, oh. Susan, 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 Susan. Susan. Arabian Nights. You'll get it in a second. Oh, one jump ahead. Yes, one jump, John. One jump. Okay, it is one jump. Okay, so that one's nice and easy. Okay, uh, well, it's not, but there we go. <laughs> right, next one. Are you ready? Here we go. What is this one? I can't even hear that. Ready? Oh, Katie. Katie. I just said to my headset. It's Let's Get Down to Business from Mulan. Oh, you're wrong. Maybe the wrong song. Oh. I'm going to give you Mulan, but I'm not going to give you Let's Get Down yeah, to Business. That's the first words of the song. Yeah, it is it? the first words of the it song. It is the first words. Is this the point where I admit, this is, I'm going to admit this and we're going to look really sad. This, whenever we do mud runs, this is our motivation song. Uh, Full yeah, blast in the car when we arrive. Anyone know the name of the song, though? Yeah, it's... um. I'll make a man out of you. Man out of you, indeed, is correct. Right. Katie! Yeah. Oh. I you were going to sing, you said you knew the words. Oh, I do? I do know the words. Right, okay, so that's that one. Right, final one. Here we go. Are you ready? John! John! Under the sea from the Little Mermaid. Under the sea from the Little Mermaid. I didn't hear anything. It is correct. I, I played this. That's it. That's all you got. 
Uh, right, so that's all of them then. So, uh, holding up everybody else, clearly the strongest player <laughs> in the whole team, it is Gareth, who's on a big, fat... <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Which, if this was QI, he might uh, have won. Yeah, he might have won. That'd be true. Yeah, on minus 20 points. Uh, in, no, I, I didn't come close to any of them. No, you didn't. Uh, in third place is Susan on five points. Oh. In second place with six points is... John, which means Katie wins oh. with seven points. Yes! Well done. No, wrong one, that one. There you go. So close. Well done, one and all. I'm quite impressed. You all got very competitive as well, which is even better. <laughs> but I got that first one right. <laughs> you got the first one right, yeah. I oh, love a good quiz. Man. I really love a good quiz. I know, I've noticed. Oh, this my weekend, word. I was around my friends, and we, I just did a quiz for them like this. That's why I got the Oogie Boogie Man, because one of them was the Oogie Boogie Man. Ah, so you've had some... That's cheating. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> that is the end of the show for this week, which means it's time for this. But thank you once again for joining us, as always. I enjoyed that. We might have to do more little quizzes like that in the future. Yeah, I like that uh, one. That okay. Yeah, I like that. Surprised you all. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you, Gareth. Thank you, Adam. He's going to go and hang his head in shame, drink Dole Whip, and listen to Disney music. Thank you, Susan. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. And thank you, John. Thank you, Adam. And if you want to get in touch with us before the next show, then you can on Twitter, which is at DisneyBrit. And also, you can go to DisneyBrit.com listen to all of the back editions of the show that we've made. And some of them are great. Some of them truly horrendous. Don't listen to the early ones. Um, you can, of course, <laughs> also go to Facebook.com forward slash... Uh, <laughs> Disney Brit podcast, and you can go to a Disney Brit running group, DisneyBrit.com forward slash, and sorry, not DisneyBrit.com, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Disney Brit running team. I want to say a massive thank you to Amy, who this past week has sponsored us as part of the Disney Brit running team, which is fantastic. So thank you very much. Uh, but uh, in uh, two weeks' time, we're back with another Disney Brit bite size, and Susan and Gareth are going to be presenting their armchair Imagineers for Disneyland Paris back in a month's time with another show uh, full show for you as well but uh, if you've got any comments questions any suggestions anything like that you want to send us to radio at disneybrit.com and we will uh, listen to those anything at all it's really helpful keep responding to everything we're doing on twitter everything we're doing on facebook everything we're doing everywhere else but we'll see you in two weeks time until then see ya Swell!